Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. I'm Lori Boxer, Weight Nomad Diet Center. I want to revisit a common discussion that I have with clients every week. And when I say every week, I really mean it. I mean, I have this conversation at least twice a day with clients. When a client, um, despite the fact that they've had a ton of, they, they, they do have a ton of food on their, on their particular program, whichever program they be on, it may be three servings of protein every day and four to seven vegetables, three fruits, two milks, three grains. When, when someone like that tells me that they picked on this and they picked on that in addition to all their other food um, and that they did this because, you know, they were still hungry, I remind them quote, you are not hungry most of the time. The fact is, folks, you are not hungry because something smells good or it looks good or it tastes good. You're also not hungry because, you know, there's stress in your life or a deadline you have to meet um, or because you're having a personal problem, a business problem, you have anxiety or tension or because it's morning, it's afternoon, it's evening, you know, you're alone, you're with thinner friends, you're with fatter friends, it's the weekdays, it's the weekends, you know, it's daytime, nighttime. I mean, it's raining, it's not raining, you know, it, it, or because it came with the dinner or it came on your plate or you just had to eat it and on and on and on and on. You're not hungry 24 hours a day, though you may think you are. There are many daily, uh, you know, food encounters that we all have. Friends offering food, um, a restaurant server who comes to your table and starts describing dessert, even though you didn't ask him to do that. Uh, the smell of popcorn when you walk into the movie theater lobby, you know, um, <clears throat> from the old Nat King Cole song, you know, chestnuts roasting on a New York City street cart, uh, to name a few acknowledging the visual and the emotional blitz that just, you know, helps interrupt the knee-jerk reaction that causes you to eat, even though you're not hungry. Just acknowledge that you're not hungry most of the time is a really helpful piece of information to have in your head. You may even have identified reasons to justify uh, your indulgence when you're not hungry. Um, I got so mad at my kids or um, I locked I I got I locked my keys in my cars my my keys in the car and I, I I was just so pissed at myself. I mean these might seem valid enough reasons to make you eat, but they're not. If you eat when you're angry, does your anger go away? I mean, if anything, you'd be more angry at yourself for having done it. Um, if you eat when you're tired, well, when does food become like a replacement for sleep? Uh, is the party that you went to any better? Um, because you came home feeling stuffed and bloated and feeling fat, uncomfortable, and with lowered self-esteem, and that was just on the ride home from the party. I mean, was it worth it? Obviously, um, past behaviors has not worked. It's time for a clear vision of what you're trying to accomplish, a mind open to the possibility of change and the knowledge that some discomfort might, dare I say, will occur while you're changing. I heard it said once, there is no change without change. The, the very act of becoming slim is a change, is it not? I mean, do you eat out of habit, not hunger? Identifying habits requires introspection on our part and patience, excuse me, and patience. But most of all, it requires honesty. I mean, once you acknowledge, yes, I do that, you can decide you don't want to do that anymore and begin to do something else instead. You can alter 
you know, automatic learned responses by creating alternative uh, behaviors that can and do result in permanent change of any kind. Identify your eating patterns, including the what seemingly insignificant ones, such as it's only broccoli, some more can't hurt. I mean, what ritual thinking is in your subconscious? Are leftovers a problem? Does food preparation end up being, you know, one for you and one for the pot? Uh, one scoop, you know, for the bowl and two licks of the spoon for you? Uh, does someone else serve you your food at home or in the office in a restaurant? Do you finish everything served to you? If you buy, prepare, uh, serve, and accept a little less food, you'll eat less and ultimately you'll be a little less. If you don't bring it into the house, you won't eat it. It is not necessary to finish everything on your plate. It is perfectly fine to leave some food over. Food is wasted if you put it into a body that doesn't need it, right? If you order less the next time, there will be less to waste. Hunger demands to be fed, and urge passes. Hunger is a physical need. Perhaps, you know, you haven't eaten all day. And urge is an emotional craving. You know, you ate not long ago, but that donut in the window looks tasty. All right, that's an urge. That's not hunger. So start thinking of things you can do the next time that you're thinking about eating, but no, you're not hungry. For example... Perhaps drinking a glass of water or two will help water off what you think is hunger. If that doesn't do it, perhaps the water and calling a friend is what you need. Or if you're a client of mine, you can call me. Or empty out one of your dresser drawers. Throw everything on the bed and then one at a time refold and replace them in the drawer. Or take a shower. Or polish your nails. I mean, try every technique available. And you know what? A moment might still be difficult, that doesn't mean you stop trying. The first time, you know, any of us try any distraction technique, it, it might feel awkward and uncomfortable because, it's, you know, it's different from what you've done in the past. But no matter how uncomfortable you feel, you know, at the beginning of, of creating a new habit, nothing, nothing is as uncomfortable as having to, you know, choose what to wear based on how much of your body it will cover or selecting what to wear based on what fits you on a particular day. I mean, it's the action of taking an action that gets the result, right? It, 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 it really almost doesn't matter which techniques you use to, to begin to repattern your, your, your daily habits. I mean, what's important is that you take a swift, purposeful, and immediate action. The quicker the action, the quicker the moment of anxiety does pass, and you do find yourself sticking to your program for longer and longer stretches of time. It's, it's becoming comfortable. It's becoming enjoyable. It's becoming part of your routine. It's your new preferred behavior. And that, my friends, is my fat chat for today. If you would like to keep up with all the good stuff I provide to clients, please visit my website at laurieboxer.com and take a look around. Uh, my fat chat podcast and my blog posts are issued weekly. You can sign up to receive them via email. You can also connect with me um, through the social network icons that you will see at my site. Until next week, I'm Laurie Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center. And remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. <music> <laughs>